D&D After Dark is a Dungeons & Dragons podcast starring three semi-professional actors and full-time parents. Previously on Dark Was the Night. Detective Carl Patrick, trapped in a horrific vision, battles with distorted versions of himself, his father, Jules, and their contact Big Mouth. In the real world, Jules tries desperately to wake Pat from his vision. Eventually, Carl comes too, and they leave the coroner's office disturbed. They exchange visions with each other over lunch, and then head to the jail to speak with Jules' former employer, Mr. Peabody. After some coercion, Mr. Peabody is able to help them on a separate case. Pat and Jules go home for a rest before they head to St. James's Park, where they intend to participate in a ghostly seance, hoping to get some answers to some deep and disturbing events, events which, for once in his life, Carl Patrick can't sort out with logic alone. What supernatural horrors await tonight on Dark Was the Night? Deeper and deeper into the darkness of St. James Park, Mrs. Britton, the elderly expert on the supernatural, leads you to a small clearing away from the lit path of this uh, midnight walk in the park of, I believe, Westminster, actually. I could be wrong. As she leads you to a elevated stone surface, no doubt meant as either a picnic area or perhaps where local theater troops might perform for a pence or two, you see her begin to get down on all fours, putting her face to the stone itself. She looks up at the light of the full moon as the midnight hour approaches second by second. Almost seemingly from nowhere, you see her pull out a piece of blood red chunk. She turns to the two of you and says, Do be a dear and uh, take a step or two back, if, if, if you don't mind. Excellent. As she begins to etch out this room, this large circle, you see as the movements at first stuttering and halted become more and more smooth, transitioning into less of a series of calculations and more of a practice dance, one that she has done time and time and time again for many years. A light drizzle begins to culminate in the skies above you, almost obscuring the light of the moon, and yet the red chalk remains undisturbed. And although the September, late September drizzle is chilling to the bone, Mrs. Britton in her simple cotton drab seem entirely unaffected. Even as her lightly curled hair begins to cling to the sides of her face, as if she were an elderly siren yanked from the embrace of the ocean, she is unaffected. 
and the moments tick on. I need you both to give me a perception check. Okay. 3020. 3020, very nice. I think that's a 16. Let me double check. 16. Okay. Jules, you're a little, not distracted, but interested mm -hmm. in what is going on directly before you. Mm -hmm. Carl, you have been a bit on edge today. Mm hmm. Couldn't imagine why. And as you take a moment to look away from this circle, you see the far end of where this minor clearing is. A female figure begin to walk across the minor bridge leading to your field. There are no street lamps in this area, and <clears throat> it is dim light alone that is illuminating this park. But with a dirty 20, you're able to make out that she is wearing the heights of womanly fashion in a dress that is either the deepest of blues or perhaps a pure black. A simple red sash of her heritage is draped across from shoulder to waist, and the glint of the moonlight catches the golden reflection of a simple chained piercing between her night bright nostril to her right earlobe. And she sees that you see her. She's simply <coughs> standing, observing. So uh, Mr. Peabody. Yes, Peabody's um, the Lord, the Lord's servant who told Peabody to pressure the doctor. Yeah. Okay. And anyone <coughs> else who uh, is making things easier for the lower class. expecting company besides us. The chalk <laughs> halts for a brief moment. And she looks up from her duty. Jules, as you are looking directly at her, you see the zoned out expression be replaced by stark awareness. Mm -hmm. And you see her just kind of straighten her back look at you, Jules, and she mm -hmm. gives a small comforting smile before she furrows her eyebrows and looks over to Carl and says, No, no, dear, this was a, this was certainly a, a, a private party that was She goes right back to what she was doing. Now a hurried pace as she so begins to... So I'm going to look at Pat and say, what? what? Um, the Lord, uh, Peabody's Lord's servant. Peabody's Lord's servant is 
just crossing that bridge. Want me to go check it out? I'll cover you from here. Okay, so I will try to stealth over there. Gotcha. Okay. As you can see on the beautifully crafted map before you. It's phenomenal. Um, Is this Dwarven Forge? <laughs> Deity After Dark. Sponsored by Dwarven Forge. <laughs> Currently a amalgamation of Dungeon Tile and uh, Jason Chamness's own beautiful works. And Anyway. Anyway. Um... You may go ahead and give me a stealth check. Okay. This would be a good time to roll high. This would be. 25. Excellent. Um, you may go ahead and move 30, and or 60 if you wish to dash. Uh, actually, sorry, I misspoke. I do forgot that stealthing is half movement. So you may move 30 if you wish to dash as yep. your action. Or, because you are a rogue, well, you'll say the bonus action was the hide, yes. So... You get to an action or... Sorry, go ahead. 30 Holy in any cats. direction. Sorry, okay. I forgot rogue stuff. Okay, she's the rogue. You don't have to worry about it. That's true enough. Okay, that's 30. Okay. Um, Carl, as you are now just slowly loading your revolver with various bullets, um, you hear Miss Britton... Here, sorry. Very good. Miss Britton beginning to mumble to herself in a language that you do not understand or even remotely familiar with it. It sounds, it has the harsh tones of, of uh, German or Russian, and yet there's also a, a uh, curling of the tongue and a deep guttural uh, hawking that may be found in Middle Eastern Arabic languages. It is not Latin, as you have started to become more familiar with it, is almost just plain not of this world, and she's saying it with a, uh, a voice that is not her own. It is deep and guttural. Sinan han ni giftrefai ni gahorana alf mungahananaf. And the tone reverberates again and again and again until it is starting to be almost painful for you. I need you to give me first a sanity check, and then you may give me an occult check. Okay. Hey, Jack. It's lower. Good. 60. Yep. And then a cult check is also religion? Correct. So but, that means but I have a have... plus three. You do. Yeah. So that is a 18. 18. With an 18. As you are looking at Mrs. Britton beginning to reverberate with this, this deep voice, this this ancient power beginning to pulse around her as she continues to sketch this red circle. You're starting to see that same green miasmatic energy beginning to pulse out from her and into the red chalk circle. 
and with morbid curiosity, and with the 18, you turn your eye through the dim light to the bridge beyond. This woman is a beacon of this energy. Oh, the woman across the bridge is blowing up with that energy? She is a pure emerald being as the blue fades from your right eye, being replaced once again by that seafoam green. Whatever power you have begun to perceive, echoes of it were found on Peter Gortrick's, uh, Peter Peter's body. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Britton is infusing the very ground with it, but this woman may as well be this energy, for she is a vessel, if nothing else. Wow. Jules, Mm -hmm. you may now go ahead with your same stealth roll. You may now go ahead and put yourself 30 feet closer. Sorry, so as a rogue, we're not in combat. Correct. So is that why it's 30 and not 45? She's got extra speed. Oh, you have extra movement. Because I would do, I could do... 90. No, no, it was... It was just oh, because perfect. you had to hide for the first... You had to hide as your bonus action or your action for the, for the stealth thing. check. I missed that part. Yep. Okay. It, it was there. It was yep. in his rogue mumbling. Uh, yeah, okay, no. gotcha. It was, it was, uh, okay, it was but so then this chaos. time I can move 45. You may go 45 at this okay, time. Okay, great. Right. But I have to roll again? No, no, your stealth oh, check fantastic. is... Stealth check is still checking. Okay, awesome. Which means you would get sneak attack if you attack because you're a rogue, which means you get to add a few more d6s worth of damage. Um, can I do a perception check? You certainly may. Okay, because I don't know if I'm seeing that. You are not belly onto the grass, but you have learned to contort your body in such a way that you are hiding in the shadows of each passing rock, of each little clump of bush. And that's why my perception is a nine. A nine? (laughs) With a nine, all you see is a silhouette upon the bridge. Okay. Nothing else. Um, Carl, as you are perceiving this being, this bright, verdant energy. You also note Jules moving closer and closer. Your left eye perceives her as just the the shadowed darkness that you've come to know her as moving closer and closer. But your right eye sees the faintest hint of green around her dome. Um, at that point in time, you see Miss Britton stand up and go, I'm almost done. They cannot breach the circle. You must hold them and then make your way to me. We haven't taken any altering substances yet. What, what are we supposed to be stopping and breaching circles and such? This isn't... Oh, I'm certain she'll show herself soon enough. Okay. As for the surface, as for the substances, now is the time! And, Jules, go ahead and give me one more perception check. Okay. Oh, much better. That's a 22. 22? Yeah. You perceive, because they had been standing directly behind her, they have now moved to either side of her. Two 
additional figures. Okay. That are completely cloaked in all-concealing robes, unnecessarily shielding their face from the moonlight. Okay. To answer your question, no, these are not any kind of cloaks or scarving or any kind of appearance that is familiar to you. They are merely big and billowing. If you were looking for a connection to your previous rooftop friend. I should have asked that question, but I didn't. Thank you for answering it. What a good DM. What a nice DM. What a kind, considerate, loving DM. Butter me up all you like. Um. And as you are closer now and can perceive them, you see the woman look to the two individuals flanking her on either side, and she simply says, Remember what I have taught you. The detective lives. Kill the rest. And she turns around and she begins to leave. You have one more round before she begins to make her exit. Okay, let's see. It's late September. Correct. There's a light drizzle. Oh, there's a light drizzle. Mm-hmm. Shoot, that won't work then. Okay. Um... Trying to decide if I want to... I don't. <laughs> My parole is coming up. Um, so she's leaving. From what you can perceive. That's good. Maybe. Shoot, dang, I just want to follow her and find out who she's working for, but at the same time, I don't want to leave you alone at the seance, so... Um... You do what, think, what you think's right, Jules. I trust you. I completely trust I don't you. Wanna, I don't want to split the party. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to go back. Okay. And conference with Pat, probably. Okay. So I'll go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45. Um, and then I'm going to say... I assume you're foregoing stealth. Or are you, oh, no, 45. You are yeah. moving with stealth still. Yep. Um, to this point, because I didn't want them to, no to notice me along mm -hmm. here. And I'm going to say, Pat, do you want me to come up with you? Do you want me to follow her? There, there, there are people, I think, that are going to try to capture you and kill me and her. I don't know. Um. Looks bad. Are we going to be able to do this if we're being attacked? I have no idea. I mean, they're going to keep you alive. Two voices ring out. Okay. Okay, so I am going to... Erupting from the ground in front of the bridge. The shadows coalesce 
to four figures. And is, this, that, is this my only way to get out of this area? That's the way that she has gone. You can just flee into the woods. Or, I mean, can I, like, get around to go after her, is my question? Not that way. Not, Not that towards, way. There's a fourth wall on your side. You can flee more into the wilderness on this side, and I'll build a map as you go. But if I want to go after her, I have to go on the bridge? Pretty much. That is the most direct route. It is dim light in a park at midnight, and she is starting to make her escape. But for now, we will go ahead and say... Roll initiative. Roll for initiative. <sighs> okay. Oh, I didn't take my uh, drugs here. Oh, that's not bad. I haven't, yeah. Nine. Jules? Um, 18. Very nice. Nine. Mm hmm. Hmm. You know what? I like this, but not quite for this. Much better. One of the shadows <laughs> begins to hover across the wilderness. Um, oh, well, feet. I might not be able to. Mm, I guess five, I'm 10, just going to 15, sit. 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. I'm still hidden, by the way. You most certainly are. As long as your stealth is higher than my perception. True. Thanks for giving him that idea. Hey, if we're going to die, we're going to die by the book. No, it's true. What is that? It's a good thought. Plus four. Ugh. Perceptive little guys. What's your passive perception? My passive perception is not great. It's 13. What's your passive perception? Incredible. Is it more than 18? Uh, it is 18. Meets beats. Carl, you see the amorphous, shadowy silhouette sink behind a rock. You're like, whoa, I can see that pretty easily. That, that's not too terrifying. Jules, however, shadow has completely vanished from your view. Okay, that makes sense. I'm, I'm down low. Yep. And Jules, it is now your turn. Of course it is, dang it. Um, well, I don't want to leave Pat to have to deal with these things on his own. So, Scratch following the lady. Also, it's going to be hard to get past them, so I'm going to... Um, I will shoot, wait, what is my range? Oh, 80, that's great. Um, I'll shoot one of the shadowy guys that I can see. Great. Since this guy disappeared. I would 
love to hit. This is my first combat roll, I think. I think so as well. With a weapon. Uh, not too shabby. That's an 18 to hit. Nice. 18 does hit. Okay, I'm going for this guy right here. Great. Um, so, roll my initial damage. Not great. That's five, but I also get sneak attack. Which, how many die is that? Sneak attack, sneak attack. 3d6. So, five plus... better um so 16 damage total fantastic <coughs> you know that you hit it uh-huh and there even seems to be a brief undulation mm -hmm. as the shot echoes through the dark through the uh the piercing of the night and although the bullet found purchase that you were able to witness what shot would have felled a normal man. Mm-hmm. It still seems to be upright. That sucks. Uh, did it seem to have hurt it? Give me either perception or a medicine check. Ugh, not good. Uh, that's a seven very difficult to tell at this range with the dim light yeah that makes sense okay um Right. I'm just processing okay. out loud. Nice Scottish accent, Pat. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> I'm shooting the DM under the table. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now that I've shot, I would have to rehide, correct? Correct. Okay. If you wish to, you know, be hidden. Right. Just looking behind the screen, seeing what we're putting. That's all. Awesome. <laughs> Um, I think instead of doing that, actually, I'm going to not shoot and instead go back dash okay. and come back up here with Pat. Right. Um, can I ask Mrs. Britton a question or is that too much? Go for it. Uh, if we step in that thing with you, are we going to be able to still somehow fight off whatever these are? We'll worry about that later. What do you mean later? They're right there. That's fair. Um, okay. And my turn. Great. I don't like it. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Probably have to shoot those guys. Nasty bad guys. I'm unloading guns. Okay. Aiming towards us. Sorry. This is a description for our listening audience. They're holding big guns. Probably rifles. <laughs> Ricocheting off of the stone wall there. Missing missing Mrs. Britton by no more than uh, half a horse length. Seems that 
they mean business, whoever they are, as that was definitely a shot that would have put down an elephant. The stone wall where the bullet impacted is... Okay. ...galvanized into dust. And that is all he can do for his turn. You hear... Oh, shit. Echo across the lake. The woman turns towards the one who just took the shot, and she said... If I have to come back over there and take care of this myself, you are going to be in such a world of hurt that not even the Dark One himself will be able to save you. Remember that. And she leaves 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. And that is her turn. It is now the other cultist's turn. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. And you see him, that this one's a little bit more burly as he's getting closer. He goes, Oh, great. Right. So, uh, where's his little sneak? No, you really can't see well in these masks. Shut up! Take the shot! Eh, I prefer me hands. So he's going to dash. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Okay. It is now the other shadow's turn. And is one. Any kind of dip in the terrain seems to have zero effect on them whatsoever. They are gliding through the shadows themselves. And they are all going to dash for their action. Of course they are. Carl, it is now your turn, and the shadows are encroaching quickly. Um. Okay, I'm gonna put away my gun instead. Um, draw my rapier. Sword King. Okay. And I'm going to try a little more like this and um, imbue it with cool magics. Till the spell ends, weapon comes with magic weapon with plus one bonus attack on the roll damage attack. Okay, so let's let's take the time to flavor this because this is kind of important at this point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, Carl, as you see that your pistol will only be useful before so long, before you're overwhelmed. You do not dare be caught flat-footed should you be overwhelmed. So as you draw out your trusty blade from the uh, confines of its concealed sheath, you look to the wisps coming off of the clay, off off, off of the... uh, not the clay, sorry, the chalk. Mm-hmm. And you think with a little bit of flying, with a little bit of power, you should be able to imbue that energy mm-hmm. into your own blade. So go ahead and give me an occult check. That's the cock. 
And that's a t- 13. Perfect. You hold the sword aloft, and just, once again, as you did over Peter's body, you just begin to pull. And Jules, you just see Patrick focusing his sword, leveled almost at Mrs. Britton, and he's just pulling his other arm back. Give me uh, your own occult check. Okay. Four. Okay. It just seems that Pat is doing something very strange. Uh, and finally, Mr. Patrick, uh, roll me a, a d4, but if it's a one or a two, if it's anything other than a one or two, re-roll it. Four. Oh, so re-roll so it. re-roll it. <laughs> it's anything other than a one, to be a one or a two. Two. Okay, you lose two points of sanity. Okay. But your sword is now alight with the green energy. Nice. Okay. All right. I'm concentrating. Those are... Oh. Wait, that's an excellent question. Where are the... Here they should are. be under there. Yeah. There you are, sir. Thank you. And then I'm going to uh, go... Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, to there. Excellent. And um, ready an action. Beautiful. My action is to attack. Love it. With my sword. Anyone that comes in range. Yep. Well, well any enemy that comes yep. in range. Don't worry, I'm not <laughs> I'm not that much of a jerk. Thank you. Okay. <clears throat> a brief pulse comes out from Mrs. Britton. She goes, Oh dear. Alright. Uh probably another thirty seconds, maybe. <laughs> thirty seconds. Till what? <laughs> Till I'm ready! And with that, it is the first shadow's turn. 30 seconds. Emerging from the shadow of the rock. Five, five 10, 15, 20, 25. Okay. Slice it up with your magical blade. That was not Jules, by the way. That was, that was, not, that was not Jules saying that. She doesn't know his blade is magical. <laughs> okay, so. That is not very good. That's only a 13. 13 hits. Okay. Not even a glancing blow. It's a so full hit. One hit. That's two hits. Beauty. Uh, you get multi-attack. That's I nice. do. So we go from a D8. Yeah, rogues are little... Limited on that end of things. Do I get multi-deck eventually? I don't think you do. No. Interesting. Rogues never do. That's Sorry. why rogues Wait. often multi-class into something, or something else. Or if you're, you know, Vaxaldon, you multi-class into two other things. <laughs> okay, that's terrible. That's two. So that's eight points of damage on the first. Oh, uh, no, I'm sorry. Math is hard. Ten. Sorry. 10 points of damage on the first one. I was, okay. looking, I was looking at the wrong one. And then the second one gets another 10. Nice. Uh, Carl, as your uh, blade uh, lit with this green energy uh, and your other eye blazing with that same eldritch power, these shadows cannot escape your sight. And as the shadow begins to reach out past you, its eyes firmly fixed on Jules, if you could even perceive such eyes, 
even though there's barely any resistance. Two slashes, and... And it is in perfect fencing form. This, like, <laughs> Love it. Like, like Carl... This this isn't like uh, Kylo Ren slashing hacking. This is this is <laughs> like he like when he when he got down there and stood, it was like ready one form, arm behind the ready back. Ready to go like this. Yep. Is, Love like, it. Exact. Yep. Slicey dicey. The second the second second Pierce going right in where its neck mm-hmm. would be. Um, that was absolutely beautiful, Carl. So that is one of the nice. shadows, very much dead. Uh, you see the bruiser behind the remaining shadows go, Oh, pretty boy with his blade. You're supposed to just lie down and let us be on our way. What if I have to get rough? Well, a couple broken bones ain't the same as killing you. You see him pull out these brass knuckles. Jules, it is now your turn. Okay, I'm going to move. 5, 10, 15, 20... 25, 30, bonus action hide. Love it. Give me stealth. Uh, 18. 18. Okay. Where's my other D20? There it is. So, for the shadows. Nope. Hiding gives me sneak attack, but it doesn't give me advantage, correct? Or does Uh, it give me advantage? No, it gives you advantage. It gives you advantage, which is why you get sneak attack. Very nice. Um, And then those two. Uh, Oh. 18, you say? Mm-hmm. Nope. And then the final guy. Okay. Yeah. You're hidden. Okay, great. As far as you can tell. But now I'm going to attack, so. Okay. Oh, there's that as well. Yes. It's just to get no, me sneak no, that's, attack. No, it's, that's, that's, that's the way. That's the play. Okay, so I'm going for this guy right here. Bruiser. Brass knuckles. Okay. With a pistol? Yes. Gotcha. Advantage. Natural twenty. I rolled two eights. Okay. Okay, so that's a fourteen. That's a hit. Yay! I can't believe I rolled two eights. Two eights with advantage. That is. That's insane. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and roll this d10 this time. Nice. Okay, that's an eight plus three, so that's eleven plus sneak attack. Excellent. Um, Jules, as you are doing that, um, this question is asked, I guess, for, uh, purposes that are important for both your character and for the story going forward. Are you shooting to kill? Oh, um... Do I get to make that choice every You're aiming. every time we? Oh yeah, no, no. Aim. I'm not gonna say that this is um, a blanket statement going forward. Okay, great. So this is 23 damage, by the way. Um, this guy just pulled out brass knuckles mm-hmm. and is just just literally threatened to beat the pulp out of Carl, which Carl heard. So yes, mm-hmm. I am aiming to kill. I also Jules is feeling like after she hit these guys and didn't do anything, probably the only way she can get rid of these guys is to get rid of these guys. Gotcha. Carl, as uh, the bruiser comes up on, comes, starts to come up with you, getting into a traditional boxing stance, down, down he goes. There's just a brief moment where he's 
standing upright, and then he just kind of slumps off to the side. A good chunk of the hood is missing, along with probably about a third of his skull and brain matter. Jules paints the grass with his blood and gore. Jules, this is the first kill since Pearson. Not Pearson, Le Pierce. I get my P names confused. Correct? Yeah. Give me a sanity check. He, I mean, I've only ever killed a guy once. Mm-hmm. This, so this is my, the second time I've killed a guy. Definitely sanity. give me a sanity check then. Okay. 35. Okay. You are protecting Pat. These people mean us harm. You may not have relished it, but it was necessary. I believe that's your turn, unless I'm grossly mistaken. That is my turn. That's all I can do. Excellent. Uh, that cultist is very dead. <laughs> Here, he is, here's his corpse. He is... So, oh, no, no, you can keep his corpse on the field. Oh, no, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. <laughs> it's now the other cultist's turn. Right. Who saw you? Timmy! Timmy! You bitch! Yeah. <laughs> Think of his wife, his newborn child. Timmy! Well, he thought should have thought of that before we became a cultist, now shouldn't he? Um, okay, that is a... Probably going to 17 to hit? Oh, yeah. Okay. That is going to be... Oh, wait, well, you don't know, but... I don't know. Ha, 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 Oh. Poker face. Um, okay. Is that... Yeah. <laughs> okay, um... Out of what you have. Jules. Uh, the arm that held your pepper box aloft. Um, there's a brief... <laughs> and you mm-hmm. see uh, your beautiful duster. The sleeve of your beautiful duster mm-hmm. is now rapidly being stained with your own blood. Mm-hmm. And you have to... Hold on to the pepper box, clenching just to try and breathe through the pain. Your other hand instinctively goes to clasp. With mild relief, you do see that the bullet went clean through, so that's one less thing to worry about at the next uh, visit. However, good dickens, that hurts. Um, I don't know. Have you ever been shot before? No, but I've endured a lot of other physical pain. Exactly. Yep. Well... Never too old to have a new experience. Um, and good golly, this is not one that you wish to repeat. Um, I would need you to give me a quick, uh, we're going to call it a strength saving throw. Or a constitution saving throw, your choice. Con. 15. 15? Excellent. Um, you, it may have gone straight through some of the muscle, but you still have enough faculties that your next attack will not be disadvantaged. You are resolute in breathing through the pain. Great. It's a fun little homebrew mechanic. Um, For the more darker aspects of this campaign. That was that cultist's turn. Uh, You see, well, you don't necessarily see, but 
You hear a... Are you kidding me? She turns around, sees that one of her henchmen are already on the ground, and she just goes... This... This is not what I was hoping for this night at all. And she she pulls out a book from the folds of her dress. She starts flipping through it. Ah. And a green little flame erupts right around her fingers as she begins to read her book. Whoa. That is her action. It is now... He is dead. (laughs) It is now... The shadows turns. Ooh, bad. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. 5, 10, 15. Oh! I have uncanny dodge. That'll be a good thing to use next time. Yep. Um, I don't think that's going to hit, Pat. Um, that is only a... Uh, that's only a 13. Miss. Okay. And I think that's the only thing they can do. Yep. Um, okay. And then it is the... This one ran past me? Yep. I believe... Did it go through uh, my... Yes, but I believe holding actions use your reaction. Oh, okay. I could be wrong. If you want to double check that for me. But I'm fairly certain that's the case. 5, 10... I don't think holding 15, your action 20, uses your reaction. 25. I but it's your wrong. action. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I read that somewhere. Yep, if you don't mind. Because this one is also going to attack you. Uh, it's a 16 plus... That's a dirty 20 to Using hit. Using your reaction. Yep. Uses oh, okay. your reaction? Okay, okay. good to know. Uh, that's a dirty 20 to hit. Unless you have something fashy. Like uncanny dodge. <laughs> would have been nice, yeah. That would have been really nice! Oh, wow. You are lucky. Um... Okay, so that's only going to be that, and what's your hit point to 34? Okay, cool. Um, Carl, mm-hmm. as one of these shadows um, try to clock you across the jaw, with minor... Horror is too strong a word. With minor confusion, you see that instead of a blunt, closed fist, it is more of a, a grasping reach for you. And although there is impact that does... Sting a little bit. Nothing too bad. You've been punched in the face much harder than that before. What is disturbing is as the hand passes through your face, Ugh. you feel... Oh, you feel yourself get a little bit... a little bit weaker. You lose three points of strength. Oh, I hate these guys. Okay. And uh, it is now your turn. Kill it. Kill it with fire. Um, cool. So I'm going to slash at the one that just hit me. Okay. Uh, Jules, um, you are on deck. 
We're going to be going immediately after Patrick now uh, because how probably, probably going to hit just if it's the same thing. That's eighteen plus. Oh yeah. So this is going to be your squishy shots. Eleven points of damage on the first strike. Okay. Um, the one that hit you. Mm -hmm. This was also the one that Jules had shot earlier. Nice. Oh, oh good. So it, it, it did hurt it. Um, the one that ran past me. Mm -hmm. um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Move. Okay. Away from the guy in front of me. It's another dirty 20. Okay. And. Oh, I should be doing concentration on these damage things that you're, you're giving me. Okay. Uh, so I'll, I'll give you. Okay. another single point of strength. My sword stops uh, being as cool. Um, not necessarily. Okay. Miss Britton uh, sees the uh, energy beginning to leave your blade. She stops what she's doing and she goes, Try to be a little bit more sure of it, dear. And she reaches out her own hand. You may roll again. As the emerald energy begins to leave your blade, it's pulled back in. It was actually designed to be like that. Okay, and then, oh, that's nice. Um, okay, so then I'm gonna attack this dude that, okay. I, that I just took damage for. There we go, 14 plus six. Hits. Um, all right, so then. 14 points of damage. It is greatly diminished, but it is still going. I believe you still have a bonus action left. And some movement. I do. Um, I'm going to do it. I'm going to run 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Carl, after piercing with his perfect form the uh, shadow from behind that was pursuing this Britain, he continues, follows through with the stroke, um, the shadow seemingly completely ignoring Patrick. Uh, and he rushes up the stairs before thrusting his back to Mrs. Britton and the continuously pulsing runic circle, sword at the loft. Bonus action, I'm going to uh, will some of this green energy to uh, ward Miss Britton. I'm going, to, I'm going to cast Sanctuary on her. Very cool. Sanctuary is a bonus action. Bonus action. I love and that. And it's not concentration. 
Sanctuary. And because you have already succeeded on your occult check at the beginning of this combat scenario, it follows your commands. Sweet. So uh, anything so that wants to attack her has to do a wisdom 13. Gotcha. Very, very cool. Gosh, that's a far cry from Sextant's 20. <laughs> mm -hmm. But it's something. It is very much something. Uh, especially because these guys are not particularly wise. All right. Top of the order, Jules. Um, okay. So uh, I'm not going to move. Okay. I'm going to use steady aim. Ooh. Um, which uh, I steady myself and it gives me advantage That's on my attack roll. Which gives you sneak attack. Um, and I'm just gonna yell back at the back at the cultist. Watch your mouth. He just called me a bad name. <laughs> <laughs> just reminding you, it was yes, a while ago. I know, I know. You just called me a bad name. <laughs> okay. Two eights. No, it's not. Uh, that's uh, uh, eighteen. To eighteen hit. hits. Okay, great. Um, so I rolled d10. I need three d sixes. Get in there. I love these. So the D10. They oh, are bullet-shaped D6s, and they are quite cool. They are so cool. Um, okay, so that's a 10, and then the sneak attack. Very nice. Um, so that's 20 damage. Very nice indeed. Very much like Legolas as the uh, <laughs> as the Fellowship of the Ring is fleeing across the Bridge of Kazdoom. Uh, and there's that one goblin archer. <gasps> Really, really, really far away, and Legolas still somehow manages to nail it directly between the eyes, while still also later missing the Urukai <coughs> with the torch at Helm's Deep multiple times. He, didn't he doesn't miss; he hits him. The guy yeah, just keeps just, running. But he hit the goblin dead center in the forehead, and then couldn't hit the Urukai in a in a vital spot. Give poor Legolas a break. Plot hole. Point is, is that much like Legolas, you nail this cultist <laughs> oh, in the middle yeah. of the head, and. Oh, you just hear that was, a, that was a nat twenty on the bridge. Um, come on. Anyway, that's all I can do. I cannot move. Okay. Because <laughs> I used steady aim. Okay. Um, you could technically use your bonus action to hide if you wanted. No, my bonus action was steady aim. Oh, that's a bonus action. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Didn't know if that was like a feet thing. That's cool. It's very cool. I, I mean, it is, but it's a takes bonus your bonus action. action. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, hmm. Oh, good. Another body. Um, Don't like that. And you hear, all right, where is that page? <laughs> and you just see a, a light green glow through the copse of trees. How far is she? Mm, 30 feet from where she was before. So we can whip out the ruler if you like. Where is the ruler? I would like that. I believe it's. I think it might be underneath the thing. The thing? I put a lot, you know, the shelf in the table. I do not see it over there. I thought that's where I stuck it. Maybe it's not. Where did it go? No ruler here, dearie. I'll just count. Sounds good. Yeah, I know I saw it recently too. How peculiar. Okay, cool. Uh, so she's going she's to. She's about hundred feet. There Great. it is. Awesome. Still using her turn to search. It Wait, is now. I don't, I don't know how much this is if it's all spread out. Shadow A's turn, and it is going to go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Ooh. It is going to first 
wisdom save of 13, which it will thoroughly fail. Right, so it has to choose a different target or lose its action. Yep, and as it goes to swipe at Mrs. Britton, your green energy once again erupting, though this time in the waking world and not in your haunted visions. Um, It seems a little weaker Mm -hmm. here on this mortal coil, but it is still effective against this lesser shadow. And as it begins to swift towards you, you do hear this echoing, not him. (sighs) Its arms thrust down in frustration as it cannot follow through with any attack and just stands impotently at the edge of the now it protects me. The the ghost things hurt me before. Come on! That one. Oh. It is now the final shadow's turn. Oh, yeah, the shadows can be gone. Oh, my God. I didn't know the rule. No, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Five. Ah! Okay, Five, so killing ten, the things 15, did not 20, get them to go away. 25, 30, 5. To use its action to dash. To be directly in front of you. Carl, it is your turn. Nice. Because Jules is making quick work of the cultists, and you are not doing so shabby with the shadows. Uh, this one that's right that in was front double of alliteration there. Two for the price of one. Shabby with the shadows. Shabby with the shadows. Shabby with the shadows. Not too shabby um, with your stabby shadows. Okay. You want to attack this one? Nat 20? Um... Okay. Which one were you attacking? The one that's right in front of me. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, brutal crits do apply. Okay. That's um, going to be... Um, which, uh, yeah, what is your base so damage? Eight. Okay. Plus eight. So it's already... Base is going to be 16 plus whatever I roll. So that's 22 points of damage. Carl, why don't you talk me through how this particularly vicious attack goes um this one as it's that one the, the one behind me seems you know not gonna hurt me so he's friendly with this one who's hurt me already uh a couple times mm-hmm. um i'm actually going to i know y'all are gonna hate it but uh instead of stabby i'm gonna go i'm gonna Flip to reverse grip. Okay. I'm going to go down its open mouth and two-fisted rip through its whatever love form it. visage. Love, love, love. I love it. I love it. The uh, coalition of smog and shadow that does has a slight corporeal form. Uh, as it is lunging for you, you do the twirl. And as you are twirling it, getting it ready to reverse grip, the tip pierces the chalk line for a brief moment. And a surge of this emerald energy races into the saber as you plunge it down in. Jules, give me a perception check. Uh, 12? Nope. I'm in the trees! <laughs> Real cool things happen over here, Jules, but you can't see it! I'm in the trees! Um, you just killed some awesome dudes. You, yeah, uh, I'm doing some pretty cool things too, yes, DM. You are. Yes, you are. You most certainly are. Very dead. Very, very dead. <gasps> this one? Yeah, this one. erupts into a pile of shadow and dust. Nice, and since this one is uh, you know, also not uh, you know, going to attack me, 
I'll attack it. <laughs> Great. Sucker! Turn to go for the one behind me in the corner. Uh, that's an 11 plus a 17. 17 hits, yes. Okay. I don't think you even need to roll for it, to be perfectly honest. Okay. You merely breathe. <laughs> no. Um, so 12, you, 12 just yeah, You rip down, and with a swirl without even looking, um, you feel the brief purchase before <sighs> erupts into another. And you almost hear, Diane, I didn't do my job. <laughs> it fades away into nothingness. I'm, I'm going to say, uh, now Mrs. Breton. I need to remember to not use the creaky chair next time. Yep, well, that's why I created it out with you last time. I, d I, didn't, I didn't remember. Go ahead. Um, I'm going to say, Mrs. Breton, I don't know what it is that you may have drugged me with already. I'm worried that if I were to take this substance that you've told me to take now, am I overdose? What is going on? A little busy, dear. Haven't done anything to you yet. You may give me an insight check if mm -hmm. you like. <laughs> awesome look on your face there. Um, 23. She is being 100% honest, as far as you can tell. This woman makes no sense. Top of the order. Jules. Okay, can I see this woman? Give me a perception check. We have disadvantage. I guess, actually, a be I mean, I will still roll, but a better question is, I don't understand this bridge. Okay. Is this over water? Is yes. it a decorative bridge? Okay. It's it's, it's over a, a brief creek. That, that goes a, through a, these trees here? Yes. Okay. Um, all right. Small constraints of the map. Oh. Natural 20. And a natural one. That is insane. That is, gotta love it when that happens. I can't believe dark. that is, that is crazy. Um, not only can you not see her, but the pain in your arm is starting to yeah. just absolutely numb you and you almost feel like your vision's going almost a little blurry for this duration. Okay, then I will go ahead and move and see if I can get her in my sights. Great. So I'll go 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. That is water that you're in. Oh, well this this was the water I thought and then this was trees. Oh, you're absolutely right. Sorry. No, no, no. I, the, the angle I was sitting at made it look like it was part of the water. Okay, so 30. So now I should be able to see her. You may give me another perception check at disadvantage still. Dim light, midnight park. Um, no, that's a 10. 10. You don't see her, but you do see a green light. Okay. Um, well, then what I'm going to do is uh, hide. Okay. Natural 20. I don't think, that, I don't think that's the expression of a natural 20. It's a natural one. So 10. You are <laughs> fairly certain that you are hidden. Okay. Yeah. But you hold up a little bush, 
and uh, regardless of how if I can't see you you can't see me I'm joking does that still work with sneak attack though even if my stealth is not great no no you're not hidden okay you'd have to be hidden from the. this is the first time this has come up for me as a rogue Um, okay well that is rough but I'm still going to try to shoot great toward the green light Um, I am not shooting to kill this time because I want to question this woman if at all possible so, not at advantage. Correct. Cannot believe I rolled a nat one twice in a row. Same turn. Oh, but that was a very Three good time. roll. Um, 23 to hit. Uh, yes, 23 hits. Okay. So, wasn't that a disadvantage? No. I'm, I'm, I, had, I rolled a d4 to subtract from this. Cool. Um, because of the, she's aiming for a green light instead mm-hmm. of the person, but uh, she still hits. Cool. Ten damage. All right. You um, see the green flame flicker for a brief second, and from the darkness, you just simply hear, "Ow." <laughs> that was not very polite. I believe that was movement, action, and bonus action. Yep. So, it is now her turn. Yeah. And she found her page. Great. Don't, don't like that. Yes. And I'm right by a corpse. That's even worse. Mm. You're not right by one. Mm. And you're hidden, though. When he comes back she up, he's going, I am hidden. not hidden. I think she is. It's true. It's true. Like, she I does. Think, no, she just shot. So I think I'm... Know. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I definitely know I'm not hidden. Yep. Um... Uh, Sorry, I had to... I stupidly did not put this... um, Nefratifagen! Ja, Nifterna! Jules, I need you to give me a sandy check. Okay. 72. Ah, you're good. horror you see as the two gentlemen you had dispatched seemingly rise maybe your bullets didn't weren't as uh, fatal shots as you had expected after all the it's fairly dark so you they're probably didn't just this guy, like, not have entered. his head and as you look <laughs> over towards the one that is closer to you oh, no. the hood kind of falls back and the diminishing moonlight in this drizzle you see the the rain pellets starting to collect inside this kind of half bowl of a carapist skull that has been absolutely decimated by your shot pat pat and that is her turn. She's going to use her movement to go another 30. Bodies, Pat! They're hitting the floor. I'm joking. <laughs> That's not actually what anyone says. Um, <laughs> Thank you for that clarification. You're quite welcome. It is now um, this one's turn. Oh, goody. And you see as it... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And it begins to fall on all fours, lunging 
across the way. First, it's going to try and leap this water. Five. Ooh, yeah, that's a success. That's a 21. Ooh. Uh, so let's see, so it's 5, 10, 15, 20, and then jump. And so then it's going to dash. Um, 5, 10, 15, 20. <laughs> Can't do anything with its turn, but right. its uh, vile breath is now right behind. Oh, no, he just didn't brush his teeth while he was alive. But this, <laughs> is, not, this is not helping. Um, all these shadows are dead. Carl, it is your turn. He probably doesn't have much of his head either. I do too. No, him. <laughs> I shot him between the eyes. Um, the back of it is... Ugh. There's a little dot right here, but the rest is. I feel like it's almost been 30 seconds, according to my bullet count. Um. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna do it like this. I'm going to uh, channel my divinity. Give me that eldritch flavor. I mean, this isn't this, this isn't eldritch. Oh, it's not. No. Um, so I'm going to use one of my abilities as I am a cool dude. I'm going to put my. <laughs> oh, your cool dude abilities. Of course. How can I forgot? I mean, this is a cool dude ability. This is freaking awesome. Um, oh yay! I'm going to uh, put my sword down, pull out my gun, and I'm going to fan. Fan the hammer. Fan the hammer and shoot all six of my bullets at these dudes. That's okay. an insane ability. Mm -hmm. That's all right. It just gives me a, I don't get to shoot as well. Sure. So, uh, but. But he, it's really cool. So here we go. I am not complaining. I'm going right to this spot right there. So I'm shooting at the dude behind her. A range of 60, I assume, correct? My uh, range is um, 80. Perfect. So that's why I yep. made sure. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't. 30. Okay, let's see. That's my cock. Okay, so that's gonna suck. That's six. Uh, miss. That's one. Uh, that's a 17 to hit. Hit. Okay. One hit. One miss. Um, that's a seven to hit. Miss. That's uh, 11 to hit. Miss. That's a 19 to hit. Hit. And, um, Let's make it 50-50. Come on. Um, I just want to know if I want to shoot this guy or the guy next. They have the same AC, so we'll, I'll tell you what that, if. So, can I, let's do damage on this guy before I figure out which one I want to shoot for the last one. Sure. Okay. Just to see if they're still standing. Um, okay. It's going to be 10 plus 3. Nine points of damage. Okay. And then uh, another seven points of damage. So that's a total of okay, those 16, two those 16 two points shots, of damage. Those 16 is just what you needed. Okay. So then... I'm so this to... guy, as he... Uh, huge lumps of flesh, as well as part of the, part of the thigh, comes flying off. Uh, gore splatters across your face. Of course. 
um, as uh, he loses his leg and let's see falls we, into the water. Let's see if I can hit Bruiser. That's a 14. 14 hits. Hey, how about that? That's great. That's, uh, wow, 12 points of damage. Okay. Bruiser's still up. All right, well, I did... I did my best. Yep. So that was an, that was my attack. Oh, it might be too late. Let me just double check because you just told me that he's still up. I might still be able to. It says when I hit, mm -hmm. I can expend extra radiant damage. I can I can do. Do you want to bump a smite? Yeah, I want to bump a smite. Go for it, dude. Uh, I can expend one spell slot to do two D8. Okay, so I'm going to do a level two smite. of smite. Okay, so as that last shot uh, lines up with the bruiser, um, you, like you did in your vision, you feel as you shot your father, mm -hmm. the Avatar of War, you feel that draining power usurp itself from your sword into your gun for this final blast. Nice. Go ahead and roll that additional okay. damage. So let's see. It's divine smite. You said 12. So it's 12 damage mm -hmm. plus... Whatever this is. It's going to be at least three points of damage. Okay. This so roll. So here we go. Okay, come back. Come back. Five. Eight. 12 points of damage. So, a total so 24. 24. Yep. Um, the entire and top half of the bruiser is gone. And so with that, and then and then I reload. Yep. And I'm ready for mine. Everything. It is now top of the order. Ooh, that was so cool. One round remaining. That was so cool. That felt pretty good, Pat, didn't I'm it? Going to inventory, I'm going to get rid of some bullets. Yep. Jules, it is your turn. Over the cacophony of Patrick's bullets, you hear Mr. Britton go, The moon is overhead! It's now or never! Take so, our substance and come! So I look She's over my shoulder Scottish. longingly at wanting to follow her. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to be very stealthy with this wound in my arm. And this is going to happen, so I am just going to uh, run. 5, mm -hmm. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. I will bonus, well, I'll just dash for my other action. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Um, and then uh, can, for my bonus action, can I take my brandy? We'll say, <coughs> we'll say you bonus actioned dash. Oh, sure. Because you're yeah. a rogue. And action took your brandy. Gotcha. So I'll just... Yep. Down it. So uh, give me a constitution saving throw, which you may choose to fail. Do I want to fail? In this case, probably. Then I'll just fail. I'm trying to get a little bit drunk yep. here. You chug it, and what's nice is that the pain in your arm... I'll probably leave like a little tiny bit and just pour it. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> oh! um, the pleasant fuzz that normally accompanies your drinking comes on much sooner than anticipated, and the... It's very funny. The chalk with its with its red almost almost seems to be glowing now from the the sheer inebriating power of downing almost an entire flask of this uh, fairly strong brandy. Um, 
you may give me an occult check. Okay, never mind. That's a four. Yep. Well, it's right in line with how Jules has been rolling on those kinds of. I have a negative things. one it's, on that, yeah, so it yeah. doesn't. Patrick, it is your turn. Stupid. <laughs> um. All right, we're gonna do this. Let's do it. I'm gonna pull out my pipe and light it as my action. Okay. And, yeah. Directed object. Great. Once again, Constitution saving throw, which you may choose to fail. Yeah, it's probably failing. It's a... That's an eight. Dragon's haze is unlike anything you've had before. Now, you know that you planned out this dosage taking into account your weight, your constitution, how long it had been since your last trip off of the wagon. But this, this is just absolutely delightful. Roll me a d6. Six. Ooh. You regain seven points of sanity. Oh or no! Oh no! Your sanity, that's unfortunate. At least in his case. What does that bring you to? Well, Jules is not going to get any drugs. 77? As 78, sorry. 78, good to know. Good to know. I'm just going to quick make mm. quick mark of that. It probably should have been 77, sorry. It was 6 okay. plus 71. So. Sorry, I, I typed the wrong thing. It's quite all right. Um... Were it not for your already extremely strong connection to the current energies, and were it not for the fact that you are chasing the dragon so beautifully right now, one thing Carl would have taken notice is that the green energy from your bolts and your sword and from the circle in its entirety would seem to begin to just a bit. But, while Carl may note that in the subconscious, currently he is just far too preoccupied with this enjoyable concoction. The moon shines brightly directly overhead. Jules, as you look up, having taken a swig from your brandy, it's almost as if all the clouds in this direct area above this pedestal of stone. It's as if a gust has blown a perfect circular hole above you. The moonlight shines down upon the runic circle. And Miss Britain thrusts her arms wide, and a green smog begins to burn off the chalk begins to enshroud her, and you see Mrs. Britain's eyes roll into the back of her head. And it seems almost that she's standing on her toes. No, not on her toes, for her toes are floating two or three inches above the ground. 
She hangs there, slowly, like a marionette. White eyes fall to the two of you, and a voice says, Do not interfere with what you see, and do not let them find you. Come find me when you are ready. Blinding white light envelops the both of you. I'm assuming we stepped into the circle? Not necessary. Oh, okay. Standing in proximity alone was enough. We are going to pause very briefly as I set up the next portion of this map. Can I stress you? Can I go to the bathroom? <laughs> Blinding white light. Your senses thoroughly enveloped. First, your taste returns. Acrid, foul, ashen, rotten. Then, the sensation of the bottom of your feet upon the ground. The hard cobblestones of the London streets you know so very, very well. Next comes the smell. It only serves to accentuate those foul and pestilent tastes that came before. Then comes the sounds. finally gain the sight. A dystopian, destroyed London greets you. Distantly you see the ancient and rusted and dilapidated remains of Big Ben in Parliament. It's as if it's stood for centuries, for millennia, just falling into disrepair. All around you, rotten, strangely reddish, blackish hues of tree limbs. Wave in this wind that carries naught but the scent of long, desecrated flesh. And with mild horror, you see that these trees seem grafted with sinew of their own. Branches of bone, 
sap of marrow. No trees, no leaves cling to these trees, just grasping phalanges of bones of death. All the structures around you, long abandoned, long left alone. This cannot be the day of Miss Britain's death. There's no way that this becomes your home in less than two weeks' time. There's no way. Whatever sorcery this old woman, whatever hallucinogenics, whatever crutch she has thrust under you to make you see this, this is not the future. see a small form of a child run out from an alleyway. <laughs> Grime covering her face. Newsy hat gone. You recognize it as Spiker. Aside from the hat being gone, the only detail besides the disarray and the fear in her eyes is the small doll that you've never seen before, that she now clutches to her chest. She looks around frantically. You see Spiker run down another alleyway, and behind her, a long, carrion-crunching centipede skitters the alleyway after her. She ducks behind a building, and with muted horror you see as the centipede follows her. The tail of the centipede hasn't even vanished from your view before you hear. on the roof. An idle shoe hanging from its mandibles. Foot still inside. The streets of this haunted hellscape are yours to explore. But let us start off with a disadvantaged sanity check. What's zero, zero? 100. So that is a failure, Miss Jules. Well, so it's a four, then, isn't it? I can't oh, I thought, you, I thought you said zero, zero. No, so zero, zero on this, so I got a four. Yes, you're quite fine. Oh, but that's a 99. That is a failure. Dang close. Had I not regained sanity. You would have lost some more? Yeah. Jules, I need you to roll me a d10. Okay. Not three. Huh. That's a zero, so that's a ten. You lose mm -hmm. thirteen points of sanity. And you get your phobia. Oh goody. Dolls. 
Jules. Yeah. Please roll me one more one d. Uh, roll me one more d hundred. Okay. Twenty-four. Where were you earlier? The mandibles clicking. Mm-hmm. Take a rhythmic sound to it. A <laughs> sound of Big Ben. Though in disarray, echoes over this hellscape. <laughs> you have developed chronometrophobia. <laughs> you now have a fear of clocks. Awesome. So that will be fun to explore down the road. Looking forward to that. As I had said before, hellscape is yours to explore. Pretend for a moment that these two are not on the scene. So, what we just need to find this is Britain, right? Yeah. We're supposed to not interfere with what we see. Right. This is the strangest. Mrs. Britain. I don't think we should try to draw attention to ourselves. I'm saying it loudly. And Mrs. Britain. Yes, dear, yes, dear, yes, dear, oh. yes, dear. Where are you in this vision? Can you give us a location? Do you mean, do you mean, the me that I am now, now? Future now? you. Ah, ah, ah. I do not see much, much, much. But I do know it is someplace you have been recently. I see books. Well, to the library. No, not the library, but the reading room. Reading room. So, both of you, give me a perception check. Natural twenty. Beauty. 19. Beauty. That's a 27. 23. In addition to the large carrion creature, you also perceive swarms of ravens circling distinct rooftops. And from the howl earlier, you guess that there are some sort of rabbit dogs, or must be dogs, this is London, certainly no wolves, are roaming these various streets. You know, also, hmm. Well, with the natural 20, I'll actually say that carries over. Oh, dear Jack, do we keep need going, to put... Keep going, keep okay. going, he's probably fine. Um, and for those of you keeping count, yes, once again, the baby monitor is down here. Um, you do not yet know if you are mere phantoms present or if you are... present. Mm -hmm. However, these monstrous creatures 
you get the sense it would probably be best to avoid notice. Um, as I step out of the circle, um, I'll bend down and try to like pick up a rock or something to see if I can interact with the environment. You can. Okay, so that's bad news. Um, and we should probably pause so I can go up and check on the baby. And we'll be right back. And we're back. Okay, we so... We just found out jewels can interact with the ground. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll say to Pat, um, pretty sure that we can get, uh, yeah, so, um, best to go about this in a stealthy manner and try not to touch anything. Let's go see what we need to see and hopefully get out of here. With the natural 20. Have you, you would... noticed that Big Ben is really creepy? Thank you. Very nice. Um, you do know with the natural 20 for perception, in addition to the creatures that are circling about, you do know that the British Museum, the street that'll take you to the thoroughfare, the direct line to the British Museum, lies somewhere beyond here. Okay. Just to give you guys a heading. Um, so, so I'm going to go into s stealth mode, um, you know, not just boldly walking down the center of the street. Um, I did like that motion, though. Uh, yeah, this is not, uh, no, this is not a stroll in the park. So I'm assuming you want me to roll stealth? Yes, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. 19. Very well. You are currently stealthy. Great. Mr. Patrick, what's your plan? I'll stealth as well. Excellent. Can you give me that check if you don't mind? Not 20 for a 26. Very nice. Excellent. All right. That's funny. I, I got the nat 20 on the perceiving, mm -hmm. <laughs> which is usually your thing, and then you got the nat 20 on the stealthing. <laughs> We're rubbing nice. off on each other. That's very nice. Uh, page <laughs> That's very nice. Um, so, yes. As you... Bypass your whole dungeon? No. Oh. No, no, no. Nonsense at all. We'll say that that first foray of stealth gets you into this building unnoticed. Well, that's good. We had to duck out of the way to not get eaten by a carrion centipede and dogs are running through the streets and ravens are fluttering and sputtering and flying and dying and dive bombing and we're all gonna die. I have my daggers out. To, not supposed to interfere with what we see. Yeah, but if goes. something flies at my face, I'm gonna stab it. As you enter this building, briefly, avoiding the carrion gaze of the crows overhead, the 
murder of crows, if you will. Uh, 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 You're so funny. Thank you. You get the sense that remaining hidden for this first leg of the journey has been quite vital, as you do hear a very loud... <laughs> Brief shadow passes overhead. For the listeners at home, you should probably go get your hearing checked. I don't know about this dragon hand anymore. Like, <laughs> it was cool for that first like thirty seconds, and now it's like the worst. Is this, trip. Is this Patrick speaking? This is the worst trip ever. <laughs> Um, okay. Well. As good. one let's, success. Let's keep going. Great. Is this a skills check or is it just... No. Okay. Not yet. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, uh, I just want to keep stealthing. Yeah. <laughs> if I can. Mm-hmm. You get the sense that it's going to get a little bit harder the closer you get to yeah. where you need to go. Uh, unfortunately, that was not as good a roll. You stealthing. 22. 17. Patrick, you are clinging to the shadows like the GD Batman. Um, Mm. Jules? It's like freaking Big Ben. (laughs) Um, You got out a little... But you still remain hidden. You do have to do a little detour to avoid... Running into one of these guys who began mm-hmm. to make their way down the thoroughfare. Dogs. A giant, rotted corpse Ooh. of a dog. Not at all. What a terrible sound. He's got a friend. <laughs> oh, goody. Squeeze. I goodbye with a little help from oh, my friend. I can't. Sorry, I wasn't, really I, wasn't paying, I wasn't paying that much attention to the sounds I was making. It was cute. Thank you. That is two successes. It's time now for the third and potential final stealth check. Okay. I think I'll be nice and maybe tell you guys the DC. I don't like that. 18. I don't think that. Oh, okay. 18! Meets beats. Yeah! I'm rolling really bad! <laughs> 18 plus 6. Woo! Oh my goodness gracious! I'm so Guys, every single stealth roll was under 10 that I just made. No, no, the first one was 10. You guys are able to get to oh my gosh. the thoroughfare. To where the line of sight is for the British Museum. You get the sense that you've avoided the most harrowing and heavily fortified section <laughs> of I have this a feeling we just London. <laughs> The most harrowing fortified section. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, no, I like it. I like it. <laughs> ah! Um, it seems as though Big Ben is ringing out in retribution. It's right. almost like it's broken. <laughs> <laughs> as you approach 
the British Museum. The gates stand open. Unattended. And as you cross the threshold of the gates, the hellscape shimmers, fades, until it seems as if it is simply London at night once more. Gone are the dilapidated buildings. Gone are the crows circling overhead. Gone are the mutated, twisted corpses of the canines roaming the alleyways. Instead, for a brief moment, you're concerned that you have come out of it, as it were. However, there's still a deep sense of dread, of unease, of mystery emanating all around you, the air thick with it. And as you look up, you see that almost no moon entirely, merely a tiny sliver as if a new moon was approaching, which, if your calculations are correct, would be in a week and some change. This feels more in line with how London will appear on October the 2nd. Echoing footsteps. Perception? Fourteen. Emerging from the reading room, you see an older woman shuffling, shambling, her way. Mrs. Britton. Yes. We found her. Out of the reading room, towards one of the main bodies of the museum. She's looking over her shoulder furtively. She looks ahead, and she looks towards the gate, and she sees the two of you. She's looking directly at you. Mm-hmm. She gives a sort of sad smile, looks behind her again. And she looks at the both of you, she says, You can't tell me about what follows. You can't. <laughs> she begins to run towards the maid body of the museum. Thirty feet behind her, emerging also from the reading room. Jules, you emerge. Mm-hmm. Gun drawn. You're looking into the reading room. Pat! Pat, get out of there! Pat! Damn you. You duck back in. Pat! Pat, Pat! Brief flashes of light. Gunshots echoing inside the reading room. Breaking through the windows on the second floor of the reading room, a cloaked figure impacts on the ground. And it begins to lumber at a direct diagonal. Do I recognize this cloaked figure? Roll me either history or perception. 
always perception. Natural 20. You do not. Okay. Um, Sad I wasted a net 20 on that, but okay. Yep. You are sure that you do not recognize that. Okay, that's great. Um, the figure immediately breaks into a full-out sprint with unnatural speed. Jules, mm -hmm. even at your fastest, you are doubtful that you could catch this figure. Mm-hmm. And rather than following Miss Britain through one of the doors of the main body of the museum, instead it <laughs> leaps at a 15-foot flat run mm -hmm. and just bashes through one of the windows on the first floor. Mm -hmm. A few moments later, Pat, you are crawling out of the reading room. And Jules, you are slowly helping him up. Mm -hmm. You're both sitting by the door, panting. You appear to be saying something, Patrick, but you would need to move closer to hear it. Mm -hmm. As you do so, not hiding your presence, you're here as observers. Mm -hmm. And while Mrs. Britton appeared to have seen you, you have not drawn the attention Jules and Patrick yet. However, the Patrick of the vision looks up at the sky and a sardonic smile crosses his features. He appears to be bleeding heavily from a wound on the juncture of his shoulder and he starts looking in the general direction of the gate and you hear him go, right then, this is the moment we saw. Oh. What could I see? I don't think I can see anything to convince me. Jules, how about you? Any pointers? And Jules looks down at Pat. She just takes a deep sigh. She goes, I don't want to mess anything up. Maybe they'll do better. Do you stay to observe them, or do you make your way to the museum? I think we have to <clears throat> go see what gets Mrs. Britton, mm -hmm. right? As you approach the museum, you start to see a budding, pulsing glow within the first floor of the museum. Patrick, it's an energy you're now intimately familiar mm -hmm. with, but Jules, this is the first time you've seen this. Oh yeah, because now I'm way less sane. It's enchanting. It's snaring. It's deeper than the finest emeralds that a few of the girls would get from certain collars, but you were never one for jewels. But this is something else. This is intoxicating. This is this is power. As you breach 
the door to the museum. You see Mrs. Britton, her back is against a stairwell in this main foyer and her hands are in front of her and there's a very familiar green force field in front of her as this black cloaked figure is directly in front of her. A dual voice emanates. Some of it in this language that you don't understand and some of it in the Queen's English. But heavily disturbed and modulated. Did you really think you did that the stuffle is coming? There's no stuffiness. I never thought once I'd be able to stop it. But my sight lives on beyond me. <laughs> Your powers die with you, Britain. Soon, the rest of the Golden Dawn will break before our power. They are coming. The old ones see all. They have shown me their secrets. Let me show you what I have learned. Mrs. Mrs. Britain holds her hands. She looks beyond this monstrosity sees the two of you. She puts her hands down and the force field disappears. You see as she pulls off her ring, looks up at the figure whose back is to you. She goes, Ah oh dear. Seems you've already lost them. She tosses the ring towards you. Okay. Give me a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Ten. Exactly what you needed. Oh, great. The ring soars through. You're able to snatch it out of the air. Just in time to see tentacles of tendril of shadow and flesh burst out of the arm sockets of this cloaked monstrosity. Reaching down, grabbing Miss Britton, slowly rising her up, you start to hear the sounds of sinew cracking, of organs being ruptured. There's no ripping or tearing for Miss Britton, but twisting. The old woman, she does her best to put on a brave face. It's all right, my friends. I always knew this was... <laughs> you now understand why she couldn't see this before, why she could not bear to see it. As Miss Britton is twisted uncleanly in half. Her organs spilling out of the top half. A cracked, torn spinal cord hanging from both ends. 
hitting the ground. The figure turns to the both of you. The hood still down low. But you do catch. Maybe. With a perception throw. I saw that. Did you get a natural 20? Oh boy, I didn't. So, I got a 12. <laughs> it like rolled. It did. It rolled it back. Went. And I was like. I think there's some eldritch energy happening. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad. Good work, Pat. I love this. I love this stuff. Patrick, give it some love. You can't see anything above the upper lip. But what you see here is a strong white jawline and a salt and peppered beard. And it is vaguely familiar. Mr. C! No, he had the Snow White mustache. And I don't remember. The tendrils begin to... <coughs> I know you're there. Where are you? Well, I'm going to tug on Pat. and It's definitely time for us to leave. Wee boogie. Now it's time for a skills check. Mm, as great. you make your way back to the circle. Mm -hmm. Disastrous effects may occur, mm -hmm. and the future may be rewritten, <sighs> should you fail in these particular checks. So, my dear friends, a chase begins. I'm going to say you are going to need seven successes mm. before seven failures. Oh, okay. that's not bad. That was three failures and seven. So, Jules, odds or evens? Odds. Mr. Patrick. <laughs> okay, I'm going to use... First um, skill is yours. I'm going to use perception to see... Um, uh, or insight. Okay, which would do you? Okay, I'm, I'm perceiving or reading this thing's body language to see which way it's going first to skirt around it in the most effective way. Okay. So either way, it's plus eight. So I just don't know which one I'm doing. Is it insight or perception? We're gonna call this one insight. Okay. Fifteen plus eight. Fifteen plus eight. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's definitely 20, a success. 20, no. Yeah, no, that's that's a roaring success. Jules, insight is no longer an option. Oh darn. Um, okay. By the way, Patrick, to take answer. Sorry, I probably should explain the effects. Patrick, as you uh, see the, it's very hard to read its body language. However, it's not impossible, and. With quick calculations, very Sherlock Holmes esque. Um, you see, it's very unpredictable for a brief moment, but there is almost a serpentine attack pattern. And you, with a little thank you, Adolphus, uh, mm -hmm. hey. you grab Jules by the back of her 
Duster, not touching her directly, because that is, in any circumstance, a no-no. And you simply yell, DUCK! And you slam the both of you belly down to the ground as <laughs> it leaps across you, clearing you by maybe no more than six inches before it <laughs> slams into the door frame, wrecking it nearly apart. Now, Jules. Mm. Is the door still functional? Oh, it's now wide open. Right. What I wanted to do was a sleight of hand and lock the door. Gotcha. As we leave. You also probably would have perceived from before, though, that those kind of obstacles don't really mean a whole lot. Burst through I know, but it might slow him down a bit. It is. Door frame's open, though. Okay. All right. Um, well, shoot. Does it actually see us now? Because it seems like it didn't actually know where we were before. Um, make an intelligence check. It's not going to count towards the thing. Okay. <laughs> no, I no. That's you have okay. no idea. Okay. Um, well, I think I'll just start out with acrobatics then. Um, just to... Let's hightail it out of here. Jump. Get okay. past it. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Parkouring over it. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Do we know what our DC is? Nope. Okay. Well. Um, 24. You, Jules, are able to push off uh, kind of like in a, one of those, uh, not downward facing dog, but what is it when you <laughs> arch your back? From cobra? From cobra, thank you. Let's get with the snakes. Um, you cobra stance your way up, uh, flipping onto your feet before you do a full backwards handspring over, clearing over the bulky figure. Awesome. Um, holding its attention, which, as you notice, it's now tracking your movement over it. Okay. It very much sees you. Okay. Um, and more of the mottled flesh is beginning to <laughs> bubble all around it. Um, Patrick, the... Acrobatics gives you enough of a distraction to sneak around it the other way because I doubt you can do a handstand vault over it. No. Um, and you both are now outside the museum. That's two successes. Nice. Patrick. Um, uh, Insight and acrobatics are gone. The perception on the world beyond the gate. Is it still nightmare, and will we need to uh, move? I see in. what you're saying. I see what like, you're saying. Like I want, I want to proceed. Like planning, we'll the, yep, planning, planning yep. ahead from where we are. The next we'll chest, say that we'll say next that this chest like, moves. We'll like, say that this triggers the moment you pass the threshold of the gate. So you mm -hmm. guys have a moment of just <sighs> sprinting across the the courtyard of the oh, okay. of the museum because you'll tell you'll be able to see in a second as you approach the gate. Go ahead and give me that perception check. Everything was fine. I don't think we're gonna have to deal with this nasty thing anymore. And then, uh, oh, close! Oh man, that was almost a twenty. Oh, that's only an eleven. As Patrick says to you, pretty sure we're not gonna have to deal with any of that nasty. <laughs> Back to the hellscape, yeah. right beyond the gate. Ah, that is a failure. Oh, okay. Um, as we go through... Which means perception is still up for grabs. Um, 
what I would... Here's the idea. Okay. Um, as we go one way, like zip behind a corner quick, I want to like pick up some large piece of rubble and chuck it the other way as like a deception. I like it. Um, hmm, deception or performance? That's the question. Um, if it's a performance, I don't want to do it. <laughs> if it's the idea is, you know, look over there. I'll be nice. Go ahead. Okay. Fourteen. Beats, beats. As um, Pat's just going, oh man, I feel like it was, I was, I feel like I was right there, and then I was going to be able to. <laughs> <laughs> a whole murder of crows coalesces towards that thing, and as uh, the figure is chasing you to the uh, edge of the gate, um, the, he is definitely distracted by the crows all uh, converging on a single point. That okay. is a success. So insight, deception, and echo are all gone. Pet. It is your turn. Uh, stealth. I'm gonna try to uh, figure out a, a stealthy way to, now that we've lost this attention, we wanna keep that attention away from us. So I'm gonna, oh, okay. oh, you're gonna steal my stealth. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm, I might fail. I don't want you to fail. Well, if, if you if, want to do stealth, go if for it. Fails, it's totally fine. You get to still do stealth. I know, but you should go ahead and go for it. That's uh, 19. Great. I'm joking. It's not a failure. <laughs> um, as uh, the <laughs> are all converging on that one point, um, Patrick, you slowly lower down. You look to Jules furtively, put the finger in front of your lip and you both just begin to cautiously make your way down the alleyway, avoiding slurpy schlop monsters. Ugh. The crows all converging with the beast. That's the beast, oh gosh. That is four successes, one failure. Um, okay, as we're as we're going through this alleyway, I'm gonna look to see if there's any remnants of a gate or a door that I could sleight of hand kind of put like behind mm. us as we go like to like thinking. block the like the path. I like your thinking. using my like fast hands. Lots of evens. Evens. Sixteen. There is a such a metal gate up here. Okay, so as we get there. Um, I'm just gonna using my sleight of hand go, so that if anyone, if anything, were to look down now, their vision would be obscured to see us. Great. Oh yeah, that's about that's fifteen plus nine. Ah uh, yes, fifteen. Plus, I thought you were saying. Oh yeah, fifteen. And I was like. Mm. No, no, plus nine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is five successes. The gate does make a noise as you move it in place, and you do hear a couple of tendrils with eyeballs growing out of them begin to peel around the corner. But you are ducked behind the gate.
is your turn. Sleight of hand, stealth, acro, dex, uh, deception, and insight are all gone. Perception. Uh, trying to perceive which way that thing went so as to not encounter it and our, like, I don't mm. want more things chasing us than what's already chasing us. So what chased us? What direction did that go? What's chasing us? All that stuff. All the things. Like perception. There we go. That's over 20. So that's uh, 16 plus 8. A billion. A billion. Okay, it's only 24. But still. That's six successes now? That is indeed. Okay. All my good stuff is gone now. Okay, hear, hear me out. Hear me out. Oh, I'm going to love this. <laughs> what if I do a religion check to start praying? <laughs> I'm definitely not going to do that. Um, so, as I see Pat wanting to go one way, I would like to use persuasion to say, no, let's go this way instead. What? I just... What are you doing? Why? No, it's just it's just the skill I want to use. Like that's how I would use persuasion. It's like you start to cut down this alleyway, and I would okay. be persuading you to go this. I'm way going instead. to say this, and you can choose to interpret it however you like. <laughs> but it only you can means... just say no, and I'll pick no, something no, else. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying this. His perception was a success. The point of his perception was to, to determine a correct path. So what if path. I persuade myself to follow? I'm just kidding. I'll find something else. Um, you can use persuasion and succeed, but it will backtrack y'all. Uh, well, then then that's garbage, so I'm not going to do that. Oh, shoot, dang. I'm out of all the good stuff. I don't... S no. Um... I guess it's just being fast um, and taking careful footfalls, and I guess it's survival is what I'm going for here. It's just I'm trying to survive here. So following Pat, watching my feet. Got a group through the forest and frozen wasteland. It's a fight or flight. Yep. That's what it is. And then we're definitely in the flight. Yep. I like your reasoning. You may go ahead and make the check. Ugh. I have to roll high. Avoid quicksands and other natural hazards. <laughs> Survival. It's good. Twelve. I hope you have a good step. As you are holding on to Pat, going down the path, <laughs> rings out again, and you can't help the <laughs> comes out before the tendrils see you all and he begins to <laughs> squeeze his form through the narrow hallway alleyway that is two failures we just need one more success come on soren come on Pat. patrick just not rolling very high
Okay. This is a two-parter. Okay. I'd like to I'm do listening. A, I'd like to do an investigation to deduce the weakest point of this rotten, corroded building oh, alleyway thing. Through? No, to um, potentially strike or shoot to bring it down on him. Like bring it down on him, bring it as a big old thing in the way. Here's how we'll do this. If you succeed on this investigation check, that is half of the success. Mm -hmm. You then will need to make a successful attack and get the requisite damage needed for this all to come together. Oh my gosh. Patrick, you're a little stressed at the moment. And in this hellscape, it's very difficult to tell as to what is just there to be aesthetically creepy and what is actually structurally unsound. Mm -hmm. That is three failures. Jules. Slowly catching up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, well, at this point, now can I try my persuasion thing? To, to persuade who to do what? Um, I, I mean to persuade, like, uh, well, I'll go with my idea on the rotten building. Like, I see it's rotten, let's cut through the building. So it's like... What are you doing trying to, like, find a place to shoot? Cut through. Exactly. Hmm. I'm going to go around them. Go between them. <sighs> you said go between them! Don't love it. It's gonna have a fairly high piece, uh, DC. Uh, well, I don't know if that's worth it then. What don't you like about it? Maybe I can convince you. I feel like for group skill checks, persuading your fellow party members is not a necessity. You both want the same end game. I think if you were persuade, trying to pers, I feel like I feel almost persuading a monster to run interference would be a more acceptable skill check for persuasion than trying to persuade him to do something. Okay, that's fair. Um, I just don't think there's anything nearby to persuade. Um, look, look, look at this carrying crawler right here. <laughs> persuade it. Like, here, 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 crawler. Um, Why don't you eat that? Tell you what, give me a quick perception check because this is a very special alley. Okay. I keep rolling fours, so that's a seven. Seven? Good thing you only needed a five for this oh, particular great. check. Oh, great. Um, as you are backing you're away fired. from this monstrosity, your foot nearly slips, and you look down and you see that there are still some mangled spiker remains in oh. this particular alleyway. Um. Well, obviously, I, as the player, know there's a carrying crawler in there because it's placed in there. You also did see it go into that building earlier. Okay. When you were on your way through the first time. 
Um, okay, I will pick up the remains of poor little Spiker and whistle for the carrion crawler. Okay. Um, first, give me a sanity check. And that's the, uh, that's the, uh, persuading. I'm persuading the carrion crawler mm-hmm. to come between us and yeah. that. Oh, great sanity check. Uh, that's 50. 50. You're good. Go ahead and give me that persuasion. Twenty-three. Thank you, little dice. Thank you. As a failure, I'm joking. If a twenty-three was a failure, then this is bupkis. He was raising it every time we we go. I know he was, but that is insanely high. So as you grab the wrist with still a good chunk of the arm attached to it. Sorry, Spiker. Uh, with a sharp little whistle and <laughs> breaking out through the window. <laughs> the carrion crawler rushes towards the arm that is now <laughs> onto the monstrosity. And there's a brief kaiju battle between <laughs> the monstrosity and the carrion. You both succeed in escaping the monstrosity. Oh my the gosh. circle's in sight. You need to both give me a dexterity saving throw. No, no, we don't. You must certainly no, no, do. No, 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 no. Twenty-one. Success. Failure. Seven. Don't say that. Swoops down. Don't do that. Lands directly behind the two of you, Jules. You are able to dive out of the way, right to the edge of the circle. Okay. Pat. You lose 14 points of sanity. Hey, I feel better now. As the claws of this giant... raven doesn't do it justice as it has the mandibles of some sort of crustacean like creature three eyes fixed all glowing red its giant black wings spread outward as it drives its beak into your back in addition to losing the 14 points sandy i also need you to give me a constitution saving throw a constitution save Mm-hmm. The beak <laughs> drives into your back. You look down as a little bit of the beak is protruding from your chest. Nowhere near your heart, thankfully. But that's definitely going to leave a mark. And as it <laughs> pulls out, you check the wound and you see that there's already a black rot it's trying to engorge on the edges of your wound, but you're able to stumble away. You're both at the edge of the circle. I'm just grabbing grabbing Pat by the cloth mm-hmm. um, and pulling him into the circle with me. <laughs> Blinding white light.
impact on the stone ground of St. James Park. The rain slowly cascading down. Patrick, you immediately inspect your chest. No visible wound. Give me an occult check. Thirteen. Thirteen? Mm-hmm. There's no visible wound. But there is a single black spot. No larger than your pinky nail. Right at the point where the beak had emerged. That is mildly concerning. Mrs. Britton immediately (laughs) falls to her knees and she begins to kind of crawl over to the two of you. Pulls herself into a seated position, looking very, very old, but at least intact. And as she looks at the two of you, she goes, Well, have any of your questions been answered, my dears? Honestly, I think I have more now than we started with, but it was a uh, worthwhile venture, I think. I hope so. As do I. As do I. My dear, what's that in your hand? You'd been clenching. Mm-hmm. I almost did something with it for my skill check, but mm-hmm. I didn't. Um, As you open, an identical ring to that of Miss Britton's. She looks at it. That should not be possible. Remarkable. What, what is it? What does it do? The sign of the elder keeps the weakest of the Deep One's minions at bay in places where shadow is abundant. Although for those of greater power, it is not but an annoyance. It's the totem of one who stands against their chaos, their insanity. I'll put it on. Mrs. Britton begins to... Well, I suppose that is technically yours now. Stranger and stranger. Mm. I'm hesitant to ask 
Do I suffer much? We can't tell you. You told us not to. Must face the end with the bravery of ignorance. Sounds just like me. Oh well. Ma'am, I didn't give you enough credit when I first met you. Your exterior is very deceiving, but you are very powerful, very intuitive woman, and I admire you. Yeah. The praise of the praiseworthy is the highest of praise. Thank you, Miss Walker. Um, Jules doesn't show it, but someone saying that she's praiseworthy is a massive thing for her. Mr. Patrick, you're uncharacteristically quiet. Yes. I've just seen something I can't explain. And I need to go home. As should we all. Oh, in my case, it's less of a home and more of a temporary quarters. This is Britain. Hmm. London was different. Where we were. Can anything, anything that we saw be changed? When you say different. I don't want to elaborate. I don't. I don't know that that's wise, but... You mean desolate? Abandoned? Overrun? So long as it doesn't lie close to the hour of my death. I think it is safe for me to relay this. There is more than one shroud of reality, my friends. The ley lines of old London thrum with a power older than the earth itself. These are the veins that drew the strength of the stars to a singular location. Earth, as Copernicus proved to us, is not the center of our galaxy, but it is the center of reality, and it is constantly at war with itself. Those of us who wish reality to remain the beautiful lie that it is, 
despite its many and then there are those powers they wish to see their dreams fulfilled the dreams of a dead god you were in his mind when you saw such things you walked through his dreams to see my end. And I pray you did not draw too much attention, lest his dreams begin becoming your own. In which case it will take more than that ring to protect you, my dear. seek out his name. I tire. And I think I could use a good cup of tea. Let's depart, my friends. And Mrs. Britton stands up and begins to exit St. James Park. She makes her way to the edge, removing her shoes to walk through the grass, to feel the dew and the rain of London's parks upon her bare feet, to truly live in the limited time that she has. As Jules and Patrick make their way back to 17 Shaftesbury, these final moments in the wee hours of Sunday are yours. I don't even know how to process what we just experienced. And my art is still racing. Did you, sorry, go ahead. Did you recognize who we saw before, you know, he became? I've seen that face before. I have. Do you think it's the same one that killed, um, Dietrich? Absolutely. Without a doubt. But you think you've seen the face before? Yes. Yes, I have. Who would want the world to be like that? I mean, the world is no walk in the park. I mean, um, 
It's got a lot of a lot of problems, but not that many problems. We can't let that become reality, Pat. But we're not Out of this vision, dream, shared hallucination was, it did give us some pieces. Whoever has been potentially priming your cat to like Mrs. Britton and give Mrs. Britton information about us and perhaps even beyond Mrs. Britton's own knowledge primed us for shared hallucinations and, and I, I you don't think that was well I don't know I don't know yet Whoever the Golden Dawn is, whatever this group is, that is, was mentioned in that vision, is either orchestrating an elaborate ruse, or is the group that we need to ally ourselves with. And, um, we need to find that woman. Yes. And it seems that whoever's behind, uh, pestering Dr. Thomas is somehow tied into all this. Yes. You know, apparently her patron, according to Peabody, is a lord, right? Mm-hmm. Seems like we need to go somewhere where we can brush elbows with some lords. Mm-hmm. Bit of, uh, what, what, what do you call it? Um, networking. A little one-on-one, more connection. <laughs> it's an inside joke, there's a whole, sorry. Um... But I, my brain, I can't. I can't. I'm exhausted. Half past two is when you at last cross the threshold. 17 Shaftesbury. Half past two? Half past two. You make your way up to your respective flats. Shadow curls lovingly into your arms. We're going. Is her? I think it's her. Her own blanket. 
She was in your pocket for most of the whole time. She was, but we forgot about that, so I'm guessing she climbed out. We most certainly did forget about that. All of us did. Yep. Um, it occurred to me once we were in the vision, I was like... Well, you know what? Your cat didn't have any mind-altering substances, so she was probably just like, what are we doing the whole time? So. I think she just probably popped out of my pocket once we left and uh-huh. was out ro- ro- roaming and then came back. I like her. But anyway. Curls up into your side, her tail just kind of gently whapping you, as cats do. And the light purring is enough to start to get you off to bed. Um, there's one thing I want to do before I go to sleep. As uh, the relaxation does begin, there's a single sound in your quarters that raises your hackles. With dread and apprehension, you look to your far bureau, where sure enough, your timepiece is ticking away. Well, that won't do. Um, I'll just take it downstairs because I won't be able to sleep with it, but I do need to know what time it is, so I can't just, like, get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, and that's reminding me of the vision and everything, I'm going to come up. I'm going to go ahead and pull out my incense again. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I sit down to do my ritual, this time as I uh, recite my mantra, you know, before it's always been about my body being abused. Mm-hmm. Um and, and used by others mm-hmm. uh, against my will. And this was a way to um, combat Clean. that. This is the first time reciting my mantra that I'm, uh, my mind and my soul are feeling violated. Um, so as I go through and I say, I am more than my body. I have a mind that is strong. I have a soul with worth. No one can touch my art. No one. And uh, this catches in her um, because this is very nearly what has been happening to her ever since these visions started. And so she's saying this to um, fortify herself and convince herself that no one can torture my spirit. I am more than my body. She'll recite it several times as the incense burns before she finally curls up with shadow and goes to bed. You reclaim another point of sanity. Okay. And Jules, you may add a ring of protection to your inventory. Okay. Embrace Jules. The arms of Morpheus? Yeah. What does that mean? You are asleep. Morpheus I have never heard that Morpheus before. Is the god of sleep. Huh. Okay, cool. We learn something every day. Um. I'm going to make a wisdom check. 
Jewel, could you speak up a bit? Opposites are oh. speaking down. I'm going to make a wisdom check. Okay. Awesome. 18 wisdom check. Okay. So I'm going to... my remaining dragon haze and throw it in the fire. Oh. Oh my. <laughs> Very well. I assume you then like close the flume or something. <laughs> so you don't. Just throw it in the stove or whatever else. Yeah. Throw it out. It just goes in it. <laughs> That's what I call a campfire. Yeah. Um, you destroy the remaining two and a third doses of Dragon's Haze. Um, and... You know that you have probably about four and a half hours before morning mass begins. Definitely gonna. I'm, I'm making plans to go to St. Paul's. St. Paul's. Yeah. Very well. Not your typical Sunday not stuff. My, not my typical typical Sunday stuff, but Father Monahan has some information, and this is. Don't know. I, um, the things that I've been dealing with recently. He's a little more aware of them, because like helping so you I, with the letters. Yeah, with the letters and hearing about the, you know, the the bodies were involved and stuff. So it's not like I have to rehash everything out with my pastor. So it'll be a little bit easier just to counsel with him and do that. Um, do you usually ask Jules if she wants to come? Yeah, well, that's tomorrow. Yeah, I know. Yes. Didn't know if that was a, a thing um, that Carl usually does. As uh, Carl sits down in his overstuffed chair in the his living room area, fingers steepled. He is staring at the wall of cases and stuff, and he's going through and trying to picture the salt and pepper beard and go through everyone. Just be like, who was it? of the day heavily weighing on you, but even now, as pounds worth of opioids, golden flares, 
you do not feel the joy of one who's overcome temptation. Merely the cloying need of one who would give anything for one more foot. Yep. Do you sleep in your chair, staring at your wall, or do you make your way to your bed? Yeah, I sleep in the chair. Sleep embers of the fire dwindle maybe 10 or so after three. Sleep finally begins to claim you. And as you slip into that in-between state of awake and asleep, you sense another presence seated behind you one of your desks. Do you turn? Or do you go to sleep? Um, I definitely turn. Standing before one of your desks, absentmindedly flipping through one of your sheep's paper, you see a man, very dark, tan skin, slicked back, black hair, wearing a black leather duster over a simple white button-down and black pants. He has no shoes on. And as he looks at you, over the paper, eyes just casually peering up over his hawkish nose, his eyes, there are no white, they are red with emerald green pupils. This, this is what you uh, mortals decide to spend your limited time doing. Very intriguing. To at least receive compensation for this constraining hobby, or is it merely for the good? your fellow man. I, I'm growing tired of asking this question, making this statement, but I don't believe we've had the pleasure of being introduced the second time in 24 hours. I've had to make this I don't know you, and yet you seem to know how to get into my flat. That 
is what has put you in a position to rule over everything else. Despite how fragile you all are in mind, in body, he begins to calmly reach his hand forward, almost in a placating manner. He goes, Though it is pointless to say it, be at ease, Carl Patrick. I am not your enemy. Indeed, I think we will be getting to know each other very well, probably soon. Exactly one month, I would say. Enjoy your meager restraints while you can, for soon be free, and you will fly with us, my child, and he turns around and begins to approach your window, still turn to your name, and I'm sick of people not giving me their names, you've trespassed into my private property. Sir. My name is Corvus. But soon, you will call me friend. And he leans back out of your window. I'll rush to the window to give me a the horn. <laughs> Twenty. Oh dang, Soren! Twenty. As you race to the window to look over, you see as he falls ten feet before giving you a small smirk. <laughs> feathers erupt from his face, all over his form. A black beak replacing his nose and mouth. <laughs> Giant wings, black as midnight, burst from his back. And his hands and feet become talons. Does he have three eyes? No. Just two. He just stabbed me through. And it's a regular beak, not mandible beak. Ah! As he flies off into the distance. On this early Sunday morning. And that, my friends, is where we will end tonight's episode of Dark is the Night. Thanks for listening, and we hope you had a spooky good time. Or at least, I hope you did. <laughs> we, we hope you did too. <laughs> This has been D&D &D After Dark. Until next time.